0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2Xers. Glad to have you back on the podcast. We're going to do something different today. You know, in the past, we've been replaying the Facebook Live program. We're not going to do that today because uh, I want to talk about something that's really important to virtually every sales professional, every VP of sales, really every CEO, everybody in the organization who cares about lead generation and acquiring new customers. And, you know, over the last uh, 30 years, I have been training sales teams and salespeople to run the sales process better, to change the dynamic between you selling them or from you selling them to them selling you. And, you know, sometimes it's a little bit hard to do because when you are the one making the initial call and then you are the one scheduling the appointment and you're the one showing up at their office or on a webinar or on a phone call... It becomes hard to switch that dynamic from you selling them to them selling you because it's obvious that you are in pursuit of a sale, isn't it? I mean, you're, you're the one that's reaching out, that's uh, kind of the m- burdened with the idea of walking them through the process. But I want to talk to you about something today that I think is missing. And I wouldn't say all, but most, you know, a big percentage of sales organizations process. Over the last year, I have been inquiring with my customers and with uh, non-customers as well. What's the biggest problem in sales right now? Well, it's obvious. It's lead generation. It's how am I getting in front of enough of the right people? And I emphasize right people because a lot of times we aren't getting in front of the right people. If we're going to reach our goals, I talk about this a little bit in the free video series called the 2X Quick Start And it has to do with how do you build your plan and who is your ideal client? A lot of times we aren't getting in front of our ideal client. We just aren't. And then when we get in front of somebody who's not an ideal client, what do we do? Well, we need the business and we have goals to meet and we have quotas to, uh, to account for. And so we will try to make people look like ideal clients when they really don't. Now there's nothing wrong with that I, I mean I know that I know people who have made a lot of money calling on non-ideal clients but it it makes the process long it, it it sometimes there's not the joy in it because you're not as excited when when somebody comes along who you know is not ideal but you still need the business so you pursue them anyway this idea of sales funnel I want you to write that word down sales funnel most of the time when people talk about a sales funnel or a pipeline they talk about the the number of deals they have that they're working on. And that's not what this is at all. Sales funnel is really how do you take someone who doesn't know you exist to knowing you exist, to understanding what how they can benefit by doing business with you, to becoming convinced that they should do business with you, to doing business with you. That's the sales funnel. And unfortunately, we We rely on our own skills to do that, and I think uh, our verbal skills and and sales process skills, and I think there's a better way. So I want to talk to you today about what it means to have a sales funnel, why you need one, and why it's so difficult to create, and then I'm going to teach you the, the components of it, and I want you to do something with this. So I'm going to be looking for you to get back with me and say, well, here's how to do it. We do this in our 2X group. We create a whole sales funnel, but I want to give you just a little bit, just kind of a a peek inside this so you can start on the process and start to achieve some results. I'm going to start this by talking about what I call the inner churn. And the inner churn is that feeling that you have when you go to bed at night or when you get up in the morning where you say, you know what, today I'm going to have to start over. I'm going to have to Find new customers. I've got one prospect who I'm working with who hasn't come on board yet, but he says, you know, I'm having my people make a hundred calls a week and it's not working. And of course it doesn't work because by the eightieth call you're tired (laughs) and and sometimes you're just going through the motions of the call. I've got one friend who says, you know, my company requires me to make a certain number of calls per day even with the hopes of getting a certain product, a certain number of leads, and then they throw the leads over the fence to the, the salesperson. And a lot of times these leads aren't that good because there's this pressure to create leads even when there's no lead there. A lot of times companies will make the sale and then they'll have the problem because they had to promise too much. I mean, all sorts of bad stuff happens when you try to sell non-ideal clients for your business. So I want to avoid that inner churn. I don't want you to wake up in the morning and have that feeling. I just don't want you to. I think that's that's crazy. You're the one with the solution. You bring enormous value. Why are you the one feeling the inner churn? Should be the prospect feeling the inner churn about not having you in their life or not having your solution in their life. The number one problem in sales today is client acquisition. So, I've been talking about lead generation system for years, and we're talking about it in terms of social media, LinkedIn, but this is different. And this is much more advanced, and I, I know you can handle it, so I want to go through this with you. So what happens when you don't have a sales funnel? Uh, well, number one, you struggle with lead generation, as we talked about before, because you want, you know it's it's almost like you're wanting to go to the call to action on the first date. You're wanting to get married on the first date. The first time you call somebody, you're hoping they invite you in for a conversation, and then, of course, the sales process takes over. Number two is we tend to end up prospecting when we need the business. So when we have a lot of people we're working with, a lot of prospects, we end up stopping lead generation because we don't have the time to do it. And then once all those people come on board, now all of a sudden we think, "Uh uh-oh, we haven't prospected for a while. Now we need that. I don't want you to do that anymore. It's, it's, a, it's a waste of worry, and it's, again, back to that inner churn. Number three, you're not selective because everyone looks like a good prospect, and they aren't. And the, fifth, the fourth thing is you continue your heavy lifting. You become the one that's responsible for all of it, the lead generation, the systematic uh, execution of the sales process, and then the closing of the sale. So let's think about this a little bit differently. I want you to think about the elements of this, and I want to walk you through the buyer's journey. And the buyer's journey is very simply, what does the buyer go through when they get ready to buy a product like yours or a service? And by the way, this will work for any service. I I don't care if you're selling accounting services, capital equipment, supplies, it really doesn't matter. I think sometimes people say, well, that doesn't apply to me because I sell X. Well, yes, it does. Because every buyer goes through a process. Every buyer has a journey. So here are the elements of it. First off is awareness. They need to become aware that either A, you exist, or B, they have a problem worth paying attention to. And I think subconsciously, people know when they have problems. They may not be able to articulate it properly, but they know there's something. That's why they're looking. That's why they're going to your website or to your LinkedIn page or they're exploring options. So number one is you have to make them aware that they have a problem. Number two, you have to help them comprehend the extent of their problem. So I might think that I have a problem with X, but I think it might cost me a few thousand dollars a year. But the fact is, it could cost me a few million dollars a year. If I have never explored the depth of the problem, and that's what you need to do in your sales funnel, is talk about what would happen if you had a solution for this. How is your life better with a solution? And you have to articulate that strategically and intentionally for in your sales funnel. So we go from awareness to comprehension. Then it goes to conviction. I have to be convinced that I need to take action. Just understanding my problem, uh, that's maybe a kind of enough, but not enough. You need to help them become convinced that they need to part with money Or you might call it an investment in order to create a return on that investment, which is a saving of money or an earning of money or a generating of new opportunities or whatever. So there's got to be they've got to be convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt. And then action at some point, they need to take action. Now, sometimes that action is merely scheduling a call with you or asking you to come out to their firm. Sometimes it's buying Action is buying, but I think in the in the sales funnel as we're talking about here, sometimes the call to action might just be, "Hey, you know what? Need to pick up the phone and call Mary and get her on the phone and find out if she can help me." One way to think about this these four areas: awareness, comprehension, conviction, and action. And there might be subtitles in there; there probably are. But just for this purpose of uh, this podcast, I want to just give you the high higher elements. Think about the questions people ask on their way. Through this journey, it's really simple. Under the awareness section, the question might be, "Why do I need this? Why do I even even need to be paying attention to this?" That might be a question they ask. And so, what you need to do is answer that question in the sales funnel. Number two, comprehension. They might need to know, well, what is the value of this? What are the benefits that I might be able to accumulate or acquire? If I purchase this thing or if I call you to schedule an appointment, Uh, how does it work? If I decide to do it, how does it work? Is it easy? Is it hard? Is there a lot of risk? I'm giving you some other questions here that because these questions all might need to be answered in this part of the funnel. How does it work? What does it look like to do business with you? What makes you the right company? Under the conviction, what makes you the right company? Why you? Do you have a process that's better than someone else's? Do you have a a solution that's a little bit more robust? Uh, Do you have a system of engagement that helps me solve the problem quicker or better or more uniquely? And then the last one is action, which is how do I begin? how do I start? Okay, uh, you've convinced me, I've got awareness of my problem, I've got comprehension that it's a real problem, I'm convinced that you're the right person, so how do I begin? And these elements are all actually things that you can create by creating what we'll call a, a PDF, a freebie PDF, something that allows people to walk through this on their own. I would even suggest your PDF or a website. If you if you're if you can build your own website and build or build your own web page, I would suggest you put these on the page. But it doesn't have to be a web page or a website. It could be on your LinkedIn blog. It could be something simple like a LinkedIn article that talks about these exact questions. And you could even have a different article for each question, or you can have the questions literally in the article where you walk through and answer them. But I want you to start thinking about how do you create a A sales funnel for your business. And it might, you might say, well, geez, this is, this is for marketing. Well, maybe, but what if marketing's not doing it? What if marketing's not, your marketing department's not aware of this? A lot of times marketing departments will be focused on brand and focused on color schemes and logos, but the sales operation team, you, if you're listening to this, I presume that you're in client acquisition mode of some kind. You need to understand this. This is the part, you know, have heard me talk about in the past that salespeople need to understand marketing. This is the part of marketing they need to understand. It's not the branding. It's not the color schemes. It's not the mood, the color, the mood colors that your, your brand has. You know what? Send that out to somebody who's more schooled than you and I are about that. I think it's important. I'm, I'm not saying it's not important. But this is where the rubber hits the road between marketing and sales is how are you going to get someone to raise their hand and say, yeah, you know what? I don't think I'm interested, but I might be. I'd like to download the study or I'd like to find out more and then work them through the sales funnel. I think every one of your products or product segments should have its own sales funnel. I don't think you can just do one funnel for your entire company because then you allow the prospect or you force the prospect to have to decide, well, how do I know where to go with this? I mean, I see your brand website and it's awesome, but uh, I'm interested in this particular piece of equipment. And so how do you create sales funnels for all? Now, I'm not saying a sales funnel for every last product. If you're a supply house and you have a thousand products in your catalog, of course not. I'm not saying that. But most of you aren't in that business. So take your core products, your core services, and think through. And each one of these needs, probably the questions are different. The answers are definitely different. But I want you to start to think about that and think about how can you start a sales funnel. And start with one product. Just start with one. If you're in accounting services and let's say one of your product is strategic planning, then do a sales funnel on strategic planning. Fact is, not a lot of companies do strategic planning or do it well. So if you're an accounting firm or a consulting firm, and that is one of your products, and maybe it's a, I don't know, we'll say it's a $20,000 product, chances are people aren't going to hit your website or your LinkedIn article page and read an article and buy it. But they will need to have, what's the free PDF? How can you title that so that people will become interested and see how much expertise you can bring to the table? But I want you to try this. Just start to think about sales funnel, start to read about it a little bit, and I think you'll find that it can be a huge help in terms of lead generation. Hope that helps, and I look forward to the next podcast next week, and we might even talk, depending upon what kind of response I get to this, we might even talk more about this. So long. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.